This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Lesetja Dikhale, of course, Lesetja Dikhale is the mayor Timbisile Hani local municipality, the executive mayor. Tembisile Hani local municipality. And of course, uh, the mayor, uh, Dikhale, is going to be talking to us about getting local government right. And apart from others of the responsibility of the Tembisile Hani local municipality and, you know, and that particular unique province, uh, one of six part of the uh, Nkangale uh, district municipality. And then also I want to understand, and I didn't find this category B municipality in in the Mpumalanga province. And so uh, the mayor has uh, a lot uh, that, of course, we're going to learn and, and see and uh, talk to a lot of pillars as well. And then there's an interesting conversation also to be held with Salga and about Salga. And of course, um, the mayor does have a very strong historical context and maybe even present day context with Salga. Uh, my next guest, of course, is then the mayor of the Tembisile Hani local municipality, Lesecha Dikhale. And let me bring the mayor straight into the conversation. Maya, welcome to Power 98.7. Welcome to Power Perspective. How are you? Uh, thank you very much, uh, <laughs> my brother, and a uh, good uh, very night to everybody listening to us. Absolutely. Maya, let, let's start with, with Selga. Um, I, I, do you still play a role? Are you, are you still involved? Are you, you know, in whatever capacity you would, you would be engaged in or still engaged and, you know, do you, do you still play a role there? This is just for explanatory purposes, Mayor, uh, just to understand, uh, you know, uh, understanding the, the sort of prime role you played in Salga, the responsibility of being a mayor, and, you know, whether you've left totally the responsibilities of Salga and you've totally accepted the responsibilities of mayor, or maybe there could be a bit of both, you know, somewhere, someplace that you could, you, you know, you could navigate. How, do you, are you able to do it or can you do it or did you need to part? Um, I am still currently the National Executive Committee member of yes. Salga. Yeah. And I'm responsible for finance and fiscal policy. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't see how I, I will be able to leave Salga for now. Yeah. Primarily because I understand Salga as an important instrument of local government yeah. in order to make sure that we lobby, mm. we are able to speak on behalf of local government yeah. and represent them as an employer uh, in a manner that creates the kind of local government that our constitutional writers uh, did when they were putting that chapter 7 in the constitution sure so so in essence yes and that's what i thought because i i saw i saw the the role of of salga still being still being introduced while of course you 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 took on the 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 role of being mayor let me let me just start with the salga initiative sir and and that historical context of finance and fiscal policy and in my engagements and and research i i noticed that in in a lot of instances you would have needed needed to go to parliament both the national assembly the uh, the ncop also uh, and talk to from a salga perspective and talk to the issues of of local government and and particularly then uh, amongst others from that finance and fiscal policy so you know um th- Having that particular individual playing that particular role, taking on that responsibility, and then understanding municipalities from that particular perspective of finance and fiscal policy, and then finding yourself in the in the seat of being a mayor, has it brought you in 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 good standing for one in in instances where it's brought to you a different understanding of how municipalities work within either their deliverance of services and then also the management of of that finance and fiscal policy i'm 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 assuming that it's stood you in good stead to 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 have that 
background and, and still engage in that particular place where, where Selge is concerned. Ah, he was about to say, yes, I, and then he's gone. And of course, it is the line to uh, Mpumalanga and of course, uh, the Tembesilehani local municipality does find itself in, of course, the Mpumalanga province. Uh, one of six, one of six part of the Nkangala district municipalities, category B um, municipality in the Mpumalanga province. And I'm going to bring uh, Lesetia back into the conversation. Lesetia, you were, you were about to answer my question. Yes, I was saying being in Falca has given me an opportunity to have a broad mm. understanding of what local government should be doing. That's the first thing. Yeah. The secondly, to come up with uh, what I would say creative solutions to contemporary challenges that local government is facing. Mm. So I may say <laughs> uh, since 2008 as being in Salga Provincial Executive in Pumalang, yeah. then I started being the NEC after the 2021 election. So that has given me an opportunity to clearly understand what is required of us as councillors and sure. local government in general. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a position where as Executive Mayor, Oh, Lesetia? Oh, okay. It's 15 minutes past 10 o'clock as executive mayor. And you were saying as executive mayor, I'm in the opportunity. And there's a reason why I'm particularly laying that particular background for the mayor in Timbersilehani local municipality, because he does come with that strong, strong uh, finance and fiscal policy element. Lesetia, you were saying that is why me as mayor or I as mayor... Yes, I was saying, as mayor, it is much easier for me to be able to look at things, number one, strategic, mm. systematic, and be able to understand the kind of institutional arrangements that mm. are necessary for an effective local government that operates in a manner that creates confidence, uh, particularly uh, to our constituents. Mm. I was, I'm laying that particular background, Lesetia, because you have a very different and interesting, you know, perspective when, 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 when a lot of people are really, really, you know, critical of, of municipalities and the role they play and, and, you know, the stats that particularly come out. Uh, I think sometimes you are that lone voice who from a mayoral capacity speaks from a Selga institutional level and then begins to bring a different conversation to the municipal space. And, and, and I'll tell you why I say that. Uh, amongst others, you talk about the funding of municipal level. So let's get, let's get to that particular nitty-gritty aspect first because I want to then engage as to you know, what you also think of the stats and how to fix whatever it is. But an argument I found interesting from your perspective is that you talk of a model where municipalities are in the beginning and first stages, there is a funding gap. And you talk of the legislation in that particular space and legislation and the white paper referring back to, I think it's 1998 in that particular space. And you are one of those proponents who say, if it was not for that particular funding gap, a lot of municipalities would not find themselves in the position they find themselves today. And you start off basically with that particular, you know, point when you when you argue from a municip municipality aspect. Let's let's just engage that particular funding gap concept because it's an interesting one to start with because generally when you talk about municipalities, people will talk about, you know, how many of the 257 municipalities either, you know, are, are qualified, you know, and, and, and delivering and, and which of them, you know, are unqualified in, 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 in their audits and which of them are struggling with poor audit outcomes. You have a very different argument and it starts with, with that particular 1998 white paper legislative aspect. Would you like to advance on, 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 on that particular reasoning, Mayor? Yeah, no, thank you very much. I think um, the basis of mm. everything that government do yeah. is what is mandated by the Constitution. Yes. Uh, schedule 4 and 5 clearly indicate 
which responsibilities and duties are allocated amongst mm. the three spheres of government. Yeah. If you go through those duties and responsibilities, mm. you come to a point where you find that local government has been given mm. 46% of governance responsibilities. Yeah, that's so, the responsibilities given. Yeah, that, sure. that's when you say for this sphere of government yeah. to effectively implement this constitutional responsibility, mm. how much funding must be made available? Sure. Then from where we are, in 1998, that was not taken into consideration for two reasons. Yeah. Most of our areas that are now called municipalities were necessarily in rural Bantu stand areas. Mm. And in those areas, there were no municipalities. There yeah. were Amakosi and the Bantu stand government. Sure. So when you are starting in 2000, and the basis is to say nine, uh, uh, 90% of your funding is going to come from your property rates, is going to come from electricity. Mm. These municipalities that I'm talking about, they have no uh, uh, titles for their people, only PTOs, which are necessarily handed out by chiefs. Yeah. Secondly, there is no electricity that is being distributed by this municipality. It is distributed by ESCOM. So the writers mm. of the white paper were mm. uh, like uh, these guys of demarcation. They were flying uh, all over South Africa from the sky and coming up with solutions that has nothing to do with reality. Mm. So now local government is faced with a reality that said, the writers were out of order. They mm. didn't even know what they were talking about. Mm. And that is why even the highest office in the country is accepting that the thinking behind the white paper was talking about your metro disparities, which mm. indeed uh, it is uh, correct to state uh, 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 to a certain point that kind of indication. Even though when you calculate using proper science, you come to the point whereby we are agreeing that in these cities, this funding comes to 69%. It doesn't mm. even come to 100%. So that is why we are saying the basis of the collapse of local government mm. is primarily because it is underfunded and it is mandated to the point whereby it can't even move. Other municipalities can't even pay salaries because mm. the money there is little. So this is why we are saying, number one, Let's deal with the issue of funding properly in relation to duties and responsibilities. Mm. Secondly, let's ensure that as we deal with this kind of funding, we look at the proper demarcation of municipalities. Mm. You can't take a bunch of municipalities, put them together, and those municipalities have no basis in terms of tax and expect them to shine. It's not possible, my brother. So mm. that's why we're saying local government, let's look at it holistically and mm. look at correcting, firstly, what we call structural challenges. Sure. So that when you start dealing with operational issues, you are dealing with them from a point of view where municipalities are ready to deal with them. Sure. Now, now let me ask you, Mayor, you know, you, you've explained it to me, and, and I understand to an extent what you've said with all the other issues of corruption and, you know, skills level and all of those other things that also then, you know, uh, get get spoken about when the reports are, are delivered. You know, I, 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 I understand what you've just said. To then what extent as Salga and to what extent as you as a mayor in in one of the mo- in one of the rural areas, category municipality, uh, you you you're part of one of six of of the Nkangala, you know, district in that particular space. To what extent then does government have an ear for what you have just said? And 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 I also then would would want to because in essence you talk about. From 2000, from the year 2000, this has been the scenario because this is this is a, a 1998 white paper we're talking about. How does a conversation that you've just had, when you engage it and you have engaged it in Parliament, when you engage it as Selga, when you engage it now as Mayor, 
how much of that understanding lands positively within the government sphere and why is it not understood as to how you've just explained it? What What is the difficulty with how you've just explained it that government feels the reluctance to want to change any aspect of that 46% responsibility that is given to to municipalities and the 9.1% of revenue then of the total revenue that is collected that is given to municipalities what 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 why is it that something doesn't make sense there if from 2000 to 2003 this would have been the argument that is made this would have been the experience on the ground and this is how ordinary people would experience municipalities then what what is what is the difficulty here I must indicate that uh, the presidency and the president has accepted our argument, and uh, including uh, uh, the the Cocta ministry and the minister, mm-hmm. including uh, the deputy minister. So what 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 uh, 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 where we are at this point? Uh, Salka is being mandated to come up with a document that will clearly deal with this anomaly. Uh, in our last National Executive Committee meeting in Durban, we got a draft mm. that clearly indicates what I'm indicating now, that uh, we are, uh, what is there for now, particularly for your metro and big cities, is, 60, is 69% of the funding that we need. And when we look, that is when we are looking at it vertically. When we are looking at it horizontally, meaning looking at the different kind of municipalities that we are having, uh, the situation gets worse when you go to small towns and your rural municipalities. Mm. So that document clearly indicates that what is it that we are going to do in order to come to a point whereby sanity will prevail in terms of finding this important uh, 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 sphere of government. Yourself and me, when mm. we are done talking now, we must go to our ward where the municipality must service us. Mm. So, including the president himself, he knows that when uh, he ends, he must go to uh, a home in one ward in South Africa. So, it is why we are saying, let's look at it as a collective responsibility for all of us to make local government function, because if it fails, it fails all of us. Mm. That argument can be made for for the kind of municipalities that you are talking about, those rural and those who would, you know, uh, uh, need, uh, you know, they are funding from 90% of the property rates and, and the selling of, of electricity. And then we get to the stats that say to us of the 257 municipalities, um, 163 are distressed and and corporate governance and traditional affairs understands that particular number 55% clean and and unqualified audits 45% struggling with poor uh you know outcome audit outcomes you know i i understand the i understand the argument you've just made for some of the municipalities and 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 i want to have an understanding of whether you know the tembisile hani local municipality is one of those municipalities that finds itself in that in that particular predicament but but when it gets to the municipality generally where we're talking of either we're talking of 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 skills we're talking of irregular fruitless wasteful expenditure if i went to the dictionary and i looked at what irregular means gives me a particular understanding that's not very you know not very uh, uh you know positive in mind fruitless even worse so wasteful even more so sometimes we use those words irregular fruitless wasteful expenditure so so glibly that we don't understand the actual essence of what it actually means in, dif- in different, definitive ways or what it means to a person on the ground. So a lot of these municipalities who would escape what you just argued for and rationally would have argued for and say there's an understanding with the president and, and, and government for this idea, there's, there are municipalities that would go about their daily business who do have property rates and who do sell electricity who will come back with irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditure. And and they do have the facilities, and they do have the capacity to hire those particular skills, and they do have the capacity to actually deliver services. And then they find themselves in, in, in the predicament of, 
you know, where where these are the sort of failures that either Selga looks at and or, you know, um, uh, the non-compliance issues and the, the MFA regulations talk to. What what do you make of, of those who can do it, who are, who are not doing it, irrespective of the argument that we now have made and we have an understanding for that argument? When it comes to that point, as Salga, we have been clear that um, one of the responsibilities of leadership, particularly at local government, speaking about the executive mayor and uh, the mayoral committee, mm. is to ensure that you get, firstly, the kind of management you are mm. MM and Section 56 managers. Mm. That are, as we, we say uh, this day, the narratives, mm. uh, are it for peoples. That's the first thing. Mm. You can't have a CFO who can produce annual financial statement and say you have a, a CFO. Mm. Uh, uh, automatically, you have put your municipality at a disadvantage. Mm. So that is what we are saying, that's the first thing. Secondly, we are encouraging executive mayors to provide guidance in terms of strategic uh, focus of the municipality. Be mm. able to say, uh, you, you ask about TBC, maybe let's talk about TBC a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. you, you ask, uh, when we arrived, mm. uh, we arrived here and said, this is how we are going to do things. Number one, we need a professionally run municipality. Mm. We are going to hire a municipal manager and the top management that is fit for purpose. Mm. As I'm talking to you now, the municipality has changed the approach in terms of development. Mm. What we have done, number one, we have charted a vision at leadership level, that is us as, the, as councillors, that we are transforming a former Bantu stand area mm. into a city by 2050. Mm. That is what we want an African city that will be able to ensure that it has a thriving economy uh, when it comes to what you call uh, 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 life expectancy. We mm. need to improve that. We need to improve the level of service in terms of quality and standard. And as I'm talking to you now, mm. you can come and visit our municipality. What I'm talking about is practical mm. because we charted a vision we got a good uh, uh, leadership in terms of our, our management, mm. and we set the standard, and everybody knows every day when they wake up, they know what they're going to do. Mm. So that is what you need to start. That's where you need to start. In order to create a culture of work, mm. people must learn that every day I'm getting paid, and this is what I'm going to do. If you are supposed to go and close a pothole, go and close a pothole. Mm. If you are supposed to, at the end of the day, cash the money that was being paid, cash it and put it in a manner that says, at the end of the month, you are able to calculate how much you have been able to cash. So mm. to us, it's about little operational things that create a culture a culture that is professional, mm. a culture that shows that we are able to account for all our activities. So those municipalities that you are talking about, that is what they are supposed to do. Mm. If they are not doing that, then the leadership would have failed the people who elected them. Timbisile Hani, local municipality, 2017-2018 uh, qualified audit, 2018-2019 qualified audit, 2019-2020 qualified audit, 2021 financially unqualified, 21-22 financially unqualified. Uh, a lot of it, you know, you've inherited, you've come there. Those are the financial aspects of the Timbisile Hani local municipality you inherited. Those are historics as well. What what do you, what do you make of of some of the stats and the and and the historicals of the Tembisile Hani local municipality and what's it then and I hear you and saying I can I can come and I can see and I can visualize what's 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 happening in that particular area 
you know, how how do you get and and I love the the fact that you 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 love the the, the concept of engaging pillars uh, and as a mayor you have various pillars at Salga within the financial and and fiscal pot place you had pillars you had you know you had these pillars and under those particular pillars you had various things that you were going to you were going to achieve as Salga for example there were four pillars the four pillar approach leadership governance financial management institutional capacity I love that even as a mayor you have I think five pillars that you're engaged in. What do you make of the financial aspects of the historical context of the Timbisile Hani local municipality? How how deep was 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 the hole that you needed to get out of? We 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 we, we don't have a challenge in relation to what we'll call a current account, whereby you find that you are unable to uh, be what we call a going concern. Yeah. You are unable to pay your creditors. Are unable to deliver the basics of services. Yeah. What was was and we are working on it on a daily basis is our fourth pillar, financial sustainability. Mm. When we arrived, the collection rate was around uh, two to five percent. Mm. So now, uh, after two financial years, we have moved between twenty-two and thirty percent, depending on uh, the kind of uh, monthly engagement that we engage with our people. Mm. So that's the first thing that we wanted to correct because that's what we are saying also as part of Salka's strategy on uh, issues of finance, that municipalities must deal with that which they have to deal with. Collect what which they, they are supposed to collect and be able to be accountable firstly for that which they are able to collect. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are not only saying uh, government must give uh, money, at the same time as local government we have no responsibility. That's not the approach. Mm-hmm. That is why as I'm talking to you now, uh, we have created uh, systems in terms of number one, uh, revenue enhancement uh, policy, which will they meet on a quarterly basis to, to review mm-hmm. our uh, uh, revenue collection uh, uh, program. Mm. Secondly, we, we felt that uh, the historic debt, which I think for now was uh, 1.6 billion, wow. we, we, we has been created over a long time. Mm. That is why we decided to come up with what we call a, 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 um, a 90% debt relief. When you come to the municipality as a resident, you say, I owe 100 rents, mm. and then uh, I want to clear my bill. We give you the amnesty, which is 90%. You pay the 100%, then you start paying the monthly bill, mm. uh, which uh, generally is as low as 173 in our municipality. Yeah. So that is why we are saying, first and foremost, uh, clean your own uh, uh, financial situation or debt book. Secondly, continue to provide quality and uh, a high standard uh, uh, of services which will create, as I'm speaking now, most of our people in the municipality are now coming forward, uh, phoning me, what must we do? How do we deal with this issue of debt? How do we pay the service? Because from where we are, we believe as a municipality, mm. you have started very well. We want to support you. Sure. So it's also about leadership. It's also about ensuring that with the little that you have, you are able to provide the kind of services that makes our people to feel, oh, no, these guys are hard at work. Uh, Mayor, is it is it a problem where you talk of financial sustainability and you talk of you know the the, the historical debt and the debt that you that you do have and you and you talk about your problem is is the fourth pillar the the financial sustainability and if I if I if I just look then at the at the um, you know the municipality Timbisile Hani local municipality and 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 I and you've just been talking about your 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 you know your 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 cash flows. But if I if I go to water, for example, does the municipality provide water? Yes, 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 yes. In all of those pr- potential years, is the service outsourced? No, 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 no. But then when when it gets to, for example, water inside the yard, sixty eight thousand eight hundred and forty nine in the nineteen twenty financial year, the same number for the previous year, the same number for the previous year, and then below that and below that, is is that one of the reasons that you make a great uh, argument for sometimes when you do argue municipality and and their funding models and the services that they deliver, 
is that you're not able to go and deliver new services in essence. For example, that water number would have would have would have stayed the same inside the yard, for example, and less than two hundred meters from the yard, three thousand six hundred and ninety three, but in the previous year, six thousand nine hundred and six thousand three thousand six hundred and ninety three. In the previous year, three thousand six hundred and ninety three. Is that the problem when you do not have the capacity to to generate finances? Is that you're not able then to advance the services and extend those services, you're able only maybe to maintain. And I must tell you that, in essence, uh, the, 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 the sustainability, the, 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 the ability to maintain the numbers over a long period of years, not, and those numbers not decreasing, in essence, is one, a positive. But on the other hand, not having the financial sustainability doesn't allow you to increase those particular those particular numbers uh, in, in instances? You are, you are very correct. Because, for example, our, our pillar number one is issue of water. Yeah. And we, we have our medium to long-term solutions to the current challenges. Because, indeed, we have a big challenge. We are a growing municipality. In the mm. last um, survey in 2016, we were 333,000. Mm. Now, after the step that has been, ta- uh, has been put out, uh, by the state's first aid. We are now 434. You can see that we yeah. are growing very fast. So the challenge is that the water that we had, we don't have any source of water in our municipality. Yeah. We depend on outside people like uh, you are rent water, yeah. you are Tswani, which is not helping. Tswani is a, 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 a municipal that is deliberately putting Tembisile down because they are supposed to be giving us as simple as 16.5 million liters a day, which they are not doing. Uh, we have taken them to the uh, uh, South African uh, human rights because we believe water is a human right. Mm. So generally, our long-term program is for us to create sustainability. We are going to create 10 megaliters for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and secondly, we are being helped by the Department of Water to have an extra 20 megaliters from Roscoe. Mm-hmm. And then long-term, those are two medium-term uh, 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 interventions. Then long-term, we want to have an agreement with Rentwater. Mm-hmm. We are negotiating with Rentwater to have uh, them create a, an infrastructure that comes uh, from Kalinen to Tembisile uh, with between 30 and 50 megaliters. If we were to get those things, that are, those, those kinds of numbers in terms of water uh, today, I can uh, I can tell you, uh, my brother, the issue of uh, water situation in Tembisi will be dealt with. So the plan is there. Mm. Uh, the issue, as you indicated, is about money. That is why in the imbizos that we're having, we're telling the community, if we want uh, a better life, because that's what water uh, represents, we need to agree that we need to pay for that water. Mm. Because rent water doesn't give water cheap or free. Yeah. If you have an agreement with rent water, you either pay or you are out of the game. So that is why we are saying the issue of funding, the issue of financial sustainability mm. is the basis for any functional local government to function optimally. Does it, Mayor, does it, does it worry you? Does it give you sleepless nights that you're not able to advance the capacity? Water was the number I gave, you know, inside the yard 66 1,849, and that has stayed constant over the last three, four years, less than 200 meters from the yard, the tap, that has stayed constant for the last three years, more than that constant. If I go to sewerage and sanitation and electricity, the numbers would stay, would stay constant the same. Also for flushing toilets and public sewerage, in, in the same years, 5,118, 5,118, 5,118, 5,118, 5, in four consecutive years. Does it and and solid waste would be the same kind of thing over four years. Does it does it give you sleepless nights that, in essence, where people are, your municipality is increasing, people are looking for increased and more capacity and more deliverance, that in the municipality you're not able to to engage one extra tap, one extra flushing toilet, one extra you know uh, individual who is two hundred meters. It it has to it has to. You know, from a political perspective, from a governance perspective, from a from a uh, you know a a, res- a responsibility perspective, it has to, in essence, you know, be one of those 
biggest problems that you potentially have. Yes, your municipality is exceeding and, and, and expanding. Your financial sustainability is about getting steady. But but the deliverance, in essence, when I even look at the number, says in the last four years, for example, not even one additional tap would have been able to have been, you know, uh, um, um, you know, brought about. It has to give you sleepless nights where people look upon you and your executive to bring about those better lives. But your numbers are stagnant and your financial sustainability is going to be problematic because of where you're engaged and how you're engaged. Even if you're winning at even if even if you're winning at all the other levels of gaining the expertise and looking at the skills level and filling the posts. The, the the deliverance of of those service delivery aspects, I'm I'm sure give you sleepless nights. Um, like I said, when we arrived, those numbers were a a, a nightmare That's that it. you are indicating. Mm. But if you look in the past two financial years, mm. uh, we have already spent around 150 million on putting reticulation only. So it tells you that. Uh, new villages, we are talking about new areas and new settlements. Mm. Uh, as I'm talking to you now, most of our new settlements will be having in the next financial year um, taps in their yard, mm. all of them. Because the money that we're spending on reticulation is uh, well, on, uh, on water-related programs. It's almost eight, uh, 80% of mm. our budget. Uh, infrastructure-wise, so we are not we are not having a, a sleepless night there because <laughs> okay. already the plan the plan is there in terms place. of yeah in terms of ensuring that each and every household has a tap. So that that we 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 are very much sure about and we are moving. Mm. You indicated one thing about solid waste. Mm. Even that now we have uh, since the beginning of this financial year, each and every village we go twice a, a, a week to collect uh, solid waste. So we, we, we are getting these things right, my brother. No, 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 I'm with you. No, 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 I'm with you, Maya. And, you know, yes. I, I see the frustration because I can read the stats. And, mm. and, and, and I hear what you're talking about. And I've, and I've engaged what you've been talking about as from Salga, the MEC, and all the other aspects. And I, and I do understand that it is tied down to that financial sustainability, that aspect of property rates and the selling of, of electricity ultimately. And that's why I was saying... You know, it's interesting to engage a municipality like Tembisilehani local municipality and where you with, of course, that finance and fiscal policy environment and speaking to those particular elements, then engaged in a place where you actually begin to see the, 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 the practical, you know, space to what you've actually been talking about. In in essence, bringing about those changes to 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 uh, you know the, the 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 people who who need it, and like you say, the 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 present financial year would have you know would would benefit from the from the investment that you then would have would have engaged in. The aspect of of ESCOM and and sometimes you know the history of of not paying and prepaid and 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 you have a particular strong view on on prepaid initiatives that need to be you know engaged in because you know there's that history of non payments and and you know you could look at the the the, the surrounding Joburg areas where there is a historical context to to non payment is that the answer is is Notwithstanding that ESCOM can be dismal sometimes and is dismal sometimes, uh, but but is the best way to go an essence where to get to that issue of financial sustainability and to get to that 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 horrible debt that that has been there and the historical debt is that where ESCOM is concerned and where electricity is concerned, the answer lies with prepaid solutions the the systematical change in essence is is that a belief you 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 still tied to it's not a belief it's a reality <laughs> <laughs> mm. if you go to all municipalities including the municipal that i'm in we are, we are using prepaid all of us mm. so esco will tell you that tembisile is the best paying customer mm. because 
they don't have to have uh, that control. All of this. How, how are you? How are you? How are you gauged next to Steve Tuete? Uh, Steve Tuete does pretty well itself. Um, itself, I'm, 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 I'm reliably told. How, how, you, you know, you, you and Steve Tuete seem to have gotten, gotten this particular aspect right. No, no, we, 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 we. In terms of electricity, we don't have a problem because it is uh, ESCOM. Uh, uh, it's an ESCOM area, yeah. our municipality. So mm. they don't have a problem because uh, they know the municipality, we buy from them, we pay them every time we don't owe them anything. Mm. So it is, it is a matter of principle. When, when you budget, you yeah. know in a financial year, this is going to be required to pay for electricity to ESCOM. There's no problem. You mm. reinforce that, and at the end of each month, we pay them. So... Uh, when it comes to what you, the question that you, you, you raised earlier on in mm. relation to prepaid. Mm. But a prepaid, we are talking about a situation whereby if you have no money to pay electricity, you mm. can't have electricity. Yeah. So there is no way that you are going to have a situation whereby uh, the municipality or ESCOM. If you look at Steve Trader, for example, mm. because of how they, 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 their credit uh, control uh, policy and their approach to electricity has been mm. since they launched what is called Masakane mm. uh, as far back as the 90s. Mm-hmm. That Masakane program of district created a, a, a community-led developmental approach that said, let's have prepaid mm-hmm. and let's make sure that those who do not have capacity that are uh, put in uh, our indigent policy, we help them. Those who have capacity, let them pay. So this, the, the Masakane campaign created a what we call a responsible community. Sure. So that is why we are saying... Uh, that is the approach we are having in TMBC of saying, uh, be a responsible citizen. Mm. Uh, create your own developmental municipality that creates an area for our children and our grandchildren that will be proud of. Mm. So that, that's where we are. Because for me, the ownership of the municipal space by the community is mm. the beginning of ensuring that each and everything, for example, things will not be vandalized. Things will not be destroyed unnecessarily. When people are having issues, won't be paying things because they now have what we call ownership. Sure. So it is key that as we deal with the technical aspect, as you indicated, but we bring our people along. Sure. In 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 other areas where where skills are concerned, have you been have you been able to overcome it since taking up that particular role? You know, when I when I look at the auditor auditor general sometimes, and 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 the auditor general sometimes is 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 specific and 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 very vocal on some of the things, saying so, some are not even trainable. You know, uh, in in the municipality aspect, and uh, they sit there in in roles and responsibilities that you know should never have been. Have been theirs. Have you have you been able to 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 look and audit and 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 you know deal with deal with your your skills uh, capacity your your skills level because one of one of the problems and and you can you can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong is if you're in a rural uh, municipality for example and one who has financial sustainability issues. The big problem I would assume that you would then also have is to attract those sort of skills to to your area, and to and to pay those peop those potential people you know good salaries to bring in those skilled you know uh, uh, people who can do the job. Have have you been able to deal with that particular aspect? Because even when you look at the auditor general and what the auditor general says, amongst uh, from from and I did say some of those people that the auditor general looks like are, are not even trainable sometimes in those capacities. The auditor general makes a distinction between finance and governance, and yes, the finance aspect will give you a particular result, but but when people are you know, looking at local government, they look at the governance aspect and how that lands, and 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 that l- relies a lot on who's going to be responsible for that particular service. Have you been able to 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 you know achieve a balance to get to where you need to be in the in in the time that you've been at the helm? We 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 are very comfortable with uh, where we are now 
because number one, the system that we have put in place mm. has already yielded uh, a, a very good result. You spoke about um, issues relating to uh, fruitless uh, and wasteful expenditure mm. uh, and authorized expenditure. Yeah. Those two, as I'm talking to you, it says zero zero in our municipality. No issues there. Mm. Uh, the one of irregular, if you look at the amount that are there, are historic. For ourselves, it's mm. only around 500,000, primarily because we, uh, there was uh, a, 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 a requirement called local content, mm. which was not followed. You see, those are part of uh, 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 things that happen from time to time when the Auditor General raises issues, which mm. we, 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 we can simply uh, attribute to, as you said, a good training and understanding of regulations as mm. uh, produced by the National Treasury. So that's where we are now. And mm. that's why I say we're comfortable. The only thing that is remaining for us mm. is for us to be consistent and then indeed in the coming two financial year we'll be having a clean audit. Sure. Uh, Silent has just come on. Hold, hold the line for me, Maya. Silent in Centurion, you've been listening. Do you have, do you have a question, Silent? Yeah, I know I've got two deliberations. Sure. Actually, maybe let me start by saying uh, I grew up in uh, Tensila Municipality and Dr. Jess Mroga Municipality. All right, okay. I know that which I'm going to say, I know what I'm talking about. Sure. I wish that next time we engage uh, the mayor of uh, Dr. Jess Mroga Municipality. But let me go straight to the issues. Yeah. A, if you go to the ground, and listen to the mayor, what the mayor is saying now, mm. and compare, triangulate the information that he has said, you will be shocked that which the mayor is speaking about on radio and what is on the ground. Uh, I'm not here to be against the mayor, but sometimes we need to tell the facts. <clears throat> if you check Tumusila Municipality, the infrastructure is very bad. There is there are projects that have been started, and as you speak now, there are miniscates. They have not been completed. Mm. Now, sometimes I question the issue of a clean audit versus the work on the ground. That when you go on the ground, you find something different. If you if you drive by the the road to Marble Hall, mm. you will be shocked that there is it's no longer a pothole. It's a hole. It's, it's a dam. But you you will find those things. The, the level of unemployment in that uh, municipality mm. is very, very bad. The other thing that we need to look at, Mayor, is that your IDP is communicated amongst yourselves. I've been there for some time. I've never even attended a single meeting called for IDP. But we see projects happening. We don't know where that IDP IDP is interactive. You cannot come with a program while the community says this. Things like clinic. Basic things like water. I, I'm happy that we have touched on water. That is a stone. Mpumalanga on its own. If you check the area, that's why most of them, those areas are called Kamilport, Kamilport Neck. It's full of water. I do not know why today we're still struggling with water while we're staying in a place that is full of water. Silent, I'm going to leave it there. Maya. You know, sometimes, um, you know, what what one does is is not experienced on on the ground as as one perceives uh, to be to be to be doing. You know, silent silent on on those particular issues. Uh, not not silent in 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 relation to some of the issues he finds on the ground. <laughs> not not silent at all to some of the issues he finds on the ground. Maya, do you do you do you have a, an an answer for silent? All I can say that silence is living in Kukula. He's not. He's not talking about TBC. Uh, the road that moves from uh, Twangi to Hrothstal uh, is a national road that is built by uh, Sandral, which they are busy now expanding that road. Mm. And I can assure you, there are no holes that she's talking about. Secondly, uh, just to make it easier, uh, we, we have political parties that are engaging with us every day. You know, they they wrote to the office of the mayor and said, no, you are making it impossible for us to compete in the elections because mm. other than the challenge of water, you are putting us to shame. So I can assure you, uh, what he's saying and the reality on the ground is different. Mm. 
because he is talking about general things that don't that that, that do not exist. Mm. For example, when it comes to roads, as I'm talking to you, the mandate is that by the end of this financial year, there will never be any pothole in TBC. And from there, within 48 hours, each and every pothole must be closed. Mm. So that is what I'm saying. He is talking about something else. We are doing something else. When it comes to communities, recently, as uh, three weeks ago, I have just completed the imbizos with all stakeholders. We start with stakeholders. Uh, mm. you, are, you, are, you, are, you are business people, yeah. you are pastors, uh, all these stakeholders that we deal with. From there, young people, uh, departments. And then when we are done, we go to different community meetings where we call different wards into one meeting where they mm. engage with the executive mayor. 14th, 14th, of, April, 14th of April, mayoral Mbizo, uh, religious leaders, elderly, yes, elderly yes, people with yes, disabilities. Yes. That yeah. is what I'm saying. Uh, uh, he, he is talking about something that doesn't exist. And I can indicate, if he says uh, the infrastructure is a mess, if he, was, he knew what he was talking about, he would say, check at this area, check at that area, check at that word. So he's just speaking generally like a disgruntled person, which is not good. Because what we need, we need people to help us to see where we are not able to arrive and deal with the people. That is the kind of citizens that we know. Not a citizen who will uh, enjoy himself on the radio talking about things that doesn't help him or his municipality. Mayor, before I let you go, in about two minutes, Mayor, the ANC, uh, I I think you're sitting on 40 in that particular council. Yes, we are are having 40 councillors. And the EFF is your opposition on 12, I think? Yeah, no, they are sitting on uh, 22. Okay. And 24. 24 because we're having 64 councillors. Okay, okay. And, 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 and you're, you're in a comfortable, comfortable position, actually, in, 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 that particular, yes. in that particular space where, you know, between the DA, EFF, and the AIPO, and the ATM, and, and the SPP, uh, your relationship in about two minutes with, with the other, with the other um, you know, opposition parties... Uh, you were talking just now of they 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 find that deliverance is happening, which would hamper their their prospects. You are you comfortable in in the knowledge that you know you 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 properly in the driving seat in that in that particular village, in that particular you know uh, 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 mayoral municipality. We we are very, we are working very well with our opposition because see now our approach is not about politics. It's about servicing our people in a manner that all of us, because all of our opposition people are also citizens in these municipalities. So all of us are committed to creating an environment where we can contribute to a better municipality for all of us as citizens. So with that, and we'll continue to work with that spirit and ensure that at the end, the people of Tembisile benefit. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Mayor. Tembisilehani local municipality, uh, and yes, I'm, and I'm sure that you know we'll we'll be having more and more of these particular conversations, as also as we just draw closer and and closer to an election date in 2024 about what's being done on the ground and and people's expectations, and then of course what municipalities are doing as well. May I've really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for for the conversation, and and good luck, and and you know. Uh, to the to the people in the municipality, whatever whatever achievements can be can be can come their way and can be done, uh, one one should applaud those. Mayor, thank you so much for coming on to Power Perspective tonight. It's appreciated. Yeah, no, thank you to yourself and thank you to your listeners at home. Lesecha Dihale is of course the mayor Tembisile Hani local municipality. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.